Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for downloading part two, if, if you did that on, on an audio platform, or, or if you're watching live, I, I thank you for sticking with me through the break. It's great to be with you all. And before I continue with my topics, I wanted to, to highlight Rajon 39s comment and he says we went through the same thing with Landry Jones stop holding on to these guys if they're not performing by their third year well I guess it all depends on what you mean by performing if you're talking about Mason Rudolph being a a starting caliber quarterback by his third year fourth year I guess now well well I guess maybe you have a point but as a, as as far as we all know that's not what they're expecting of him they're expecting Rudolph to be a, a, a really good backup and I think he's been pretty solid. Nothing great, but solid. And I think that's if you look at most backup quarterbacks in the NFL, they're around what they, they give you just about what Mason Rudolph gives you. Some some a little bit more, a lot less. A lot give give you less than what Mason Rudolph gives the Steelers. So I think that's that's a good a good comment, but I'm not sure they're I'm not sure he's not giving them what, what, what they're looking for as, as, a, as a backup. Now, speaking of Devin Bush, I think he's an interesting guy. Uh, 
and he has been uh, in the news, really a lightning rod figure since the summer with the whole cat video thing and his comments and the retweet. But, you know, especially lately, he's really starting, starting to become a, a, a lightning rod for fans in the media because he's just not, he, he has not become that player that everybody thought he'd become, drafted him 10th overall back in 2019. They traded up to, to, to draft him. The next Ryan Chaser. He has not been that guy. Uh, and yeah, people are talking about the the ACL, and that's a good point. You know, it's it's uh, what 13 months since since he had that torn ACL against Cleveland back in 2020. And you know, modern medicine has probably made us all a little bit um, spoiled. And you know, if you remember back to what Adrian Peterson did. Basically, a year after he suffered a torn ACL, back in 2020, he suffered it in 2011. In 2012, he came within nine yards of breaking Eric Dickerson's single-season rushing record. So you, you you hear of stories like that, and you're like, ooh, you know, you expect them all to, every player who has that kind of injury to, to bounce back like that. But it's more often than not, it's probably not realistic. So I get, I get it. You know, he's dealing with, with, uh, that still more than likely, but he really wasn't, he had not really shown anything, any kind of real flash either up until that injury. You know, if you remember Ryan Shazier, when Pittsburgh drafted him, was it 14th or 15th back in 2014? I think it was 15th. He, uh, he showed you flashes of brilliance. His very first preseason game against Buffalo at Heinz field. I remember I was like, wow, they got a pick maybe a sack, uh, just a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, just, ex- uh, a lot of great examples of, of the kind of splash player he could be. And even though he suffered from the injury bug his first two or three years by his second year, that, that, that playoff game against the Bengals, that wild, wild card game that Pittsburgh should have lost by rights. He was the best player on the field on either team. And he was the sole reason why they won that game. Um, and, you know, he's, he's the sole reason why the Bengals are going on 31 years without a playoff win. So Ryan Chazier had already shown up by his first and second year. And Devin Bush really hasn't. So, you know, when people people say, we're, you know, you're being unfair to him or criticizing him, no, I don't think you are. It's, it's year three. And, yeah, you, you have the injury issue. But you want to see something. Right by now, you want to see something at this point, uh, something that makes you go, "Wow, that's why they did what they did when they when they trade up to draft him." That's what you're looking for. Just show us something. And Devin Bush really hasn't done anything. There's not one signature play I can point to after two plus years that you could say, "Wow, uh, you know that's why they drafted Devin Bush," and and he can he has a chance to be something special. It just, he just has not done that yet. So. Uh, when people and it's funny, and, I, and and it's like Bud Dupree. People were so quick to jump on him and call him a bust. And I thought Bud Dupree showed more promise earlier in his career than than Bush has so far. But people, like a lot of people, like hated the guy. I mean, I don't know what it was about Bud Dupree, but a lot of people took it personally. Uh, his uh, his failure, his struggles over his first few years, and his character. What they perceived as character issues. 
with him, you know, as far as like his, his social media stuff and everything. So like people were quick to jump on him with that. De- whereas Devin Boyce, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, it, 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 you know, he's, he's not give him more time, give him more time. And I'm willing to give him more time, but I'm also willing to acknowledge that he might not live up to the, uh, to his billing. And let me interrupt uh, that for a moment. I have a uh, $5 super chat from Sean Manahan. Let's see what he has to say. And Sean, thank you for the $5, by the way. It's always, it's always generous. I always um, appreciate when you guys uh, donate to the cause. And he says, biggest issue I see with Bush, that he and Schobert essentially are the same player. When it was, when it was Bush and Vince on one was run, Thumper, the other was uh, basically Ryan Chazier. That's what you're trying, you know, CBR. And I think it's a good point. I think they are both kind of like the same player. They're both sort of, I, I don't know, was it Mac? I think it's Mac, the, uh, the, the athletic linebacker, the Ryan Chazier linebacker. I think that's right. And that's, that's, that's true. They're both, anyway, they're supposed to be good in pass coverage and, and they're not really heavy thumpers. And when it comes to, to, to making, yeah, I mean, they're obviously, they, they make a lot of tackles but they're not like thumpers like Vince Williams. And that's a good point. But I think another, and, and, and Robert Spillane has that, that kind of a Vince Williams sort of style. Although I think he's a little bit, a little bit, a, bit, a little bit better athlete than Williams was. Um, but I think another point, another problem with Bush and Spillane, or, and, or I should say Schobert, or, and you can throw Spillane in there too, is that, you know, they don't have a dominant line in front of them. You know, I mean, yes, inside linebackers are supposed to shed blockers. That's part of the job. But it's also uh, part of the, of the defensive line's job to, to eat up blockers. And when, you, when you're down Tyson Alulu and when you're down Stefan Tuitt and you have players like Isaiah Bugs and Carlos Davis, he's coming back and Loudermilk, he's out, <laughs> but, but he's part of the, of the rotation now um it's 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 uh, uh who else mondo those kind of players they're not same quality player as a two or or an, a, a lualu so it's hard to keep those inside linebackers clean you know so i think that's part that's part of the problem too is they're, they're not the the line isn't dominate dominating like it has in the past so that's part of it's a big part of it's bush and and, and uh, as far as like the uh, Bush and Schobert not really um, living up to their to, to what Steelers need them to be, but part of it is they're just not uh, they're, they're being forced to shed too many tackle or too many blockers. I think so. As far as who the thumper is going to be, I don't think you know there might not be anybody on that on the roster other than possibly Spillane. So, all right. I have one more topic I wanted to hit on. And that's another player that's come under criticism for um, maybe not living up to his potential or, or not taking his, uh, his uh, opportunity seriously. And I'm talking about Dwayne Haskins. Not to say that Devin Bush isn't, isn't taking his uh, opportunity serious. I just want to. I just want to compare. You know, throw Bud Dupree in there. I just want to compare how people react to criticism of one player versus another. So I think I think people 
are kind of more defensive of, of Bush and his criticism than they were of Bud Dupree. Now, Dwayne Haskins, uh, Aditi Kinkabala of NFL.com, the NFL Network, she tweeted out something last week essentially saying that, that, that Haskins wasn't taking his, warm, uh, his, his role as, the, as, the, as the, the backup behind Rudolph seriously enough. During practice, he was throwing lots of passes. He was checking his phone. And people jumped all over for that. Why? Because they don't. A lot of people don't like Aditi. I, I don't know why. I think a lot of it stems from the fact that they think she hates the Steelers. But most fans think national reporters hate the Steelers. Most fans of most teams probably think that way because they're not. They're actually their opinions are pretty much right down the middle for the most part, and they're not. Uh, they're not homers. So I think when people when people see somebody calling it right down the middle. They automatically think that they're against them, their team. So I think that's part of the problem. But anyway, she, people got all over her for that. But the thing I find funny about the Dwayne Haskins thing, and I talked about this on Monday on The Hangover, is that um, this is why he was, this, what she described was why he was cut by, the, by Washington less than two years after they drafted him in the top half of the first round of the 2019 NFL draft. He, his very first victory, uh, he was taking selfies with fans in the stands when he should have been uh, in the victory formation. They had to go get the backup quarterback to, to run out the clock. Uh, obviously, you know about the, the strip club stuff and, and, the, and the COVID violations last year. You know, and, and he played for a pretty reasonable guy, a pretty – I'd say reasonable coach and, and Ron Rivera. Well, I think it's more of a, he's a player's coach along the lines of a Mike Tomlin. And yet they thought uh, so much, so little of his, uh, his preparation and his, his attitude that they, that they cut him. How often does that happen? You know, when, when Bill Cowher first came here in 1992, like it, it was Huey Richardson's second training camp and Richardson was Chuck Knoll's last number one draft pick. And he asked somebody, can we cut a first round pick this early? That's how unprecedented it is to, to cut a guy like that, especially a quarterback. I mean, that's a big investment. So that's what really shocks me or makes me laugh. I should say about people is they, they, they're like their unwillingness to believe it. And, and, and this kind of behavior is why Haskins is in Pittsburgh in the first place, because that's why that's what, that's what got him kicked out of Washington. So why is this so implausible? To believe. And I think when she kind of backed up her story by saying that the, there were coaches saying this stuff, they were talking about how, how immature they thought he was and how he wasn't taking his role seriously. I'm not saying that th- this is true, by the way. It's kind of like with the DK thing and Kevin Dotson in the summertime, him saying that coaches weren't, weren't um, happy with Dotson's preparation. I'm not saying this is true about Haskins. But perception is reality in the eyes of many. And, you know, look at Terry Bradshaw. Look at how long it took him to, to, to fight off his, his dumb reputation. So a player like Haskins, who I'm intrigued by, I'm extremely intrigued by him. And I think he has the best arm on the team right now. And I think he has the most talent of the three quarterbacks that, that they have there. So I, I want him to succeed. Um, but, you know, if he's, even if it's, if, if, it, if it, the perception is he's not taking, things seriously all she was doing was reporting what these coaches said so i think 
the question is, isn't why, uh, why is she saying this? Why is she stirring the pot? Which I think that's a stupid thing to say, but people always say it. The question is, why do these coaches think that Dwayne Haskins isn't taking his opportunity seriously enough? So, but the funny part about that tweet that she sent out, she basically, she didn't just diss Dwayne Haskins. She also called out Mason Rudolph. She said, you know, he's had four years to show the Steelers what he could do. Uh, and then she went on to say what she said about Haskins. And then she said, this is why Ben's still the quarterback. Okay. Well, I thought, and then, again, this goes back to, you know, the comparison with Bush and Dupree. People were quick to jump on her for, for what she said about Haskins. But, but you notice nobody had a problem with her saying what she said about Rudolph. Why? Because a lot of the fans are saying the same thing about him. It's been four years and he still hasn't uh, uh, pr- progressed to the point where um, you have confidence in his abilities. So nobody had a problem with that. So it's just funny, like certain players you can criticize and nobody, yeah, you're right. Good point. Other players, you know, they don't want, they don't want to believe it. So I just think it's a, that was an interesting study in, 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 in fan behavior uh, towards, towards uh, reporters. So um. That's pretty much all I have for tonight. I think I have another super chat. Did I miss another super chat? Yes, I did. Another five dollar one from Sean Manahan. Thank you. And he says, get a 320 to 330 pound nose tackle that can help take up blockers. Uh, the run D will be just fine. Well, I don't think they there's nobody floating out there like that right now, Sean. Um, but as far as getting that kind of guy in the draft, I don't know if they if those kind of players uh, really or in vogue anymore. Tyson Alulu, that's kind of like your more, more of a prototypical modern day nose tackle, even though he, he could play end or whatever. But uh, those big uh, cloggers are not really those Casey Hampton type players aren't really in vogue anymore. Everybody's getting sleeker and 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 faster. And I just you basically just need players the caliber of of uh, Alulu and. And and Stefan to it <laughs> to get healthy. That's that's really what they're missing. Although that's not going to happen this year, it looks like at least not with uh certainly not with a Lua but probably not with Tuit either. But those are my thoughts for uh for tonight. And um I will take some questions and comments. And thanks again, Sean, for the two five dollar super chats. I really appreciate it. All right. Let's see what we have here. Steelers Pittsburgh says Ron Rivera is a good coach. I agree. I think he's a good coach. And I think for somebody like him to, to be so quick to, to move on from, from uh, Haskins, I think that that's telling, but at the same time though, as, as I said a few minutes ago, I really, I'm really intrigued by, by Haskins. I think he, I was impressed by what I saw uh, in the preseason and I really want him to succeed. So I hope, uh, you know, if he is sort of not taking it seriously, you know, I hope I hope he starts to do so. Or if the coaches uh, believe he hasn't taken things seriously, I hope he finds a way to convince him that he that he is taking it seriously. Because I think you know he's an intriguing guy and somebody that you know talk about stories. You know, this Sunday night in in, in L.A. Oh, here we go. Kathy Ford. I knew I saw another super chat. Thank you for the $5, Kathy Ford. And she asks, what are you doing Thanksgiving, Tony? Watching football? Yeah. 
I'm gonna go visit my mom. I always go visit her. Uh, she just had her, she just had surgery. So, you know, she's doing much better now. So she'll be really doing well next Thursday. So yeah, I'm gonna go watch uh, football at my mom's, stuff myself mercilessly. It's one of my favorite holidays. So I'm really looking forward. Thank you for asking. I hope you're, I hope you have great plans too for, uh, for Thanksgiving. But back to the uh, Chargers, um, you know, I think there's a great, you know, I think uh, they're, they're behind the eight ball as far as their injuries and the COVID absences. But, I mean, imagine if Ben Roethlisberger came back, say he was cleared on Sunday or Saturday, and he comes back and 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 he leads him to a victory with all their injuries. That'd be a great story. Imagine if Mason Rudolph uh, had a great game. And leads him to a victory. Great story. Dwayne Haskins, say Rudolph struggles. And Dwayne Haskins comes in a la Duck Hodges a couple years ago. And leads them to a, say, a come from behind victory. And people are talking about Dwayne Haskins now. The, the narrative shifts completely, 180, from he's not taking it seriously enough to maybe he should be the starter. <laughs> you know? So it, there's a lot of possibilities for some great stories for on Sunday night. So I'm... That part of it I'm looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to, to to seeing them try to deal with the so many injuries and and COVID issues, but you know, that's why I, I always say this. That's why sports is the greatest reality TV show. You never know what could happen. So I'm still gonna be rooting like like heck for them to try to pull out a win on Sunday. And I think they could they still have a, a I give them a good chance, even with the injuries, because I don't think the Chargers are are quite there yet as far as a contender. So we'll see what happens. Cecil Music says of the to reiterate what I kind of said about Jay Glazier and his report the other day about a veteran quarterback for 2022. I'm dreaming of Russell Wilson, but it could cost a lot. Well, yeah, that's the that's the that's the only issue. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, those guys are going to command a lot in the trade. So, uh, yeah, uh, you might be looking at <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater level uh, veteran quarterback, so, who I think is a good quarterback, but you know, like the dream veteran, the, the, the Russell Wilson, the uh, Aaron Rodgers, that might be a little bit too much to, to, to ask as far as them uh, trying to acquire those players. And Michael O'Malley asked, what system does Haskins, Haskins need his college system against college players? I don't know. That's a better question for, a football expert to, to answer. Um, uh, I think the talent's evident. Definitely the talent's there. It's just a matter of of uh, him finding the right fit and uh, developing it. And this is from Michael O'Malley. Again, if Askins is so good, why don't the Steelers trade their really good third stringer and see what they get? Because, first of all, the trade deadline's over. That's one good reason. And if he's such a good uh, uh, quarterback, why would they want to trade him? Mark Tobin says the Steelers will be swimming in salary cap money next year. That's the, uh, that's, that's, that's true. But of course, uh, guys like Watt are going to start eating up that kind of, that, that cap space.
And this is what Brad Jewett, and he says, I'd like to see what Mark, Marcus Mariota would do in our system if Wilson and Rodgers are too expensive. Well, I'd rather have Haskins than Mariota. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I've never been a big fan of Mariota. I, I thought he was overrated. But you never know. You never know. All right, what else we have here as far as the – And Mark Tobin says of uh, the Haskins release by Washington, they cut uh, Haskins because Gruden originally drafted him. Every coach picks their own quarterback. They rarely inherit someone else unless he's really good. Well, I mean, you're not going to cut a guy that you think is super talented just because you didn't draft him. I'm 99.9% I'm, I'm, of the reason why he was cut probably 100 percent of the reason is because Washington didn't think they could they could trust Haskins to, to to develop and be a team leader and take it seriously so again it's really rare to, to release a, a guy that soon after you after you invest so much in them in a draft pick as a draft pick And Steeler Chick 46 says, a college professor once told me motivation trumps talent. Haskins has talent but lacks motivation. Well, I think I think talent's a bigger deal than people think. And I'm not so sure if if Haskins is lacking the motivation. You know, again, this is just this is just uh maybe a perception that he has to fight through because of what happened in Washington. You know, remember people thought that about Roethlisberger for years, that he was they still do. A lot of people still think that about him. He doesn't take his preparation seriously, that he's lazy. And, and of course, that, that perception was, was much, uh, much more of a thing in his earlier years. He didn't work out. He, they never saw him back when they had Polaroids on the sideline. And they, they never saw him reading the Polaroids. So, I mean, you know. And, again, Terry Bradshaw had to fight the dumb perception for years. And he still hasn't gotten over it, if you've ever – watch an interview with him about his time in Pittsburgh. So, you know, it might just be a perception. These coaches might just be uh, succumbing to the power of this perception of Haskins. You know, maybe, you know how co coaches are a different breed. Haskins could be 100% on, uh, on point, on the details, but yet, you know, it's just not enough of them because, you know, they, they want 190%. That's just how coaches are. You know, some of them are impossible to please. Head coaches, coordinators, you name it. And Cecil Music says, and Terry, Terry will be the first one to tell you this, Terry Bradshaw plays a dumb thing all the way to the bank. Yeah, well, he does now, but when he was a player, that, you know, aw shucks, country boy thing, worked against him when he was throwing more picks and in, in, in touchdowns <laughs> as the number one draft pick in the NFL in 1970. All right. What else? We have any more uh, super chats? Did I miss any of those? So, yeah, I... My feelings about the Chargers game 
are going back and forth. Part of me thinks that it's going to be a nightmare on par with uh, the Bengals game after TJ Watt got hurt and missed. Part of me thinks that they can rally and, and win much like they did two years ago with uh, Duck Hodges. So I'm kind of in between. Part of me wants to say that they're going to lose 31-7. And part, part of me wants to say that they're going to win like 24 to 17. You know, it's just, it's, this game's hard, hard for me to get a feel for because, first of all, you don't know how the Chargers, like, you know, they're, they might be missing Joey Bosa. He was a close contact COVID uh, uh, casualty. He might play, might not play. I don't know. And, of course, we don't know about Ben. So, it's, it's a hard game to really get a feel for. And Erica J says the Cardinals are inconsistent. They are. Sometimes a healthier team wins. Sean Manahan says 23-16 Steelers. I hope so. All right. I think on that note, at the uh, 9.50 mark, I will take this time to say goodbye. This will be the last time I talk to you on this show before Thanksgiving, so I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. But I'll see you again before then. I'll talk to you on Monday with Brian and, and Shannon White on on the Steelers hangover. Hopefully, we're talking about a Steelers win. That'll be the first day of my, my orientation. I have to do a virtual orientation for my new job. So I'll be sitting right here for nine hours. Well, eight hours, but there's a lunch. So it's nine hours total. So I'll be ready to be talking to talk some football. That's all how uh stir crazy I'll be by the time the hangover comes on on uh, on Monday. So I can't wait to talk to you guys then. And uh, in the meantime, uh, have a great weekend and go Steelers. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.